we're back with the cliffhangers. I kind of love it though. I kind of love it though. Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by the lovely folks at Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. I am your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is dating and relationship expert, best-selling author and podcaster, la la la, let me explain. We have a lot to discuss in detail, so let's get stuck in. Okay, so things have been heating up in the villa over the last few nights. We've gotten friend dynamics changing. We've gotten couple dynamics changing. We've gotten misled on some characters, I feel, which we'll discuss more in this episode. But I'm very excited to have this guest with me tonight because I've been wanting to talk to someone. I spew my thoughts on this thing every night, right? And sometimes I'm like, who the fuck do I think I am? Coming on here, sitting in front of a microphone, being like, this is what's going on. I'm like, I need to get an expert. I need to get someone who knows their shit, who has something to back up what they're saying. And la la la, let me explain, is, is the woman for the job. Our first anonymous guest... But I'm very excited because I know you have the OK Mag column talking about Love Island. You discuss the show and a lot of the stuff that happens on your Instagram and other kind of dating and relationship stuff on your Instagram. So I'm really excited to actually get into the nitty gritty of the dynamics in the villa and where we're seeing nice things and where we're seeing not so nice things. But firstly, overall, like firstly, how long have you been watching the show? And overall, how are you feeling about this series? Um, so I only started watching it a couple of years ago I, I'm I'm obviously not the target audience I'm a mum I you know when it came out I was already 32 so, you know when the first one came out so I just it didn't even come on my radar I don't think many kind of adults watched it really but then it grew so I think the yeah. first few seasons were very different I know that they were like smoking and drinking and even the set and everything looked completely different didn't it it was like just yeah, it was wild. a total like unrecognizable to what it is now but yeah it wasn't on my radar at all until I started my Instagram page in 2017 and during the summers that it was on I would get so many people like <laughs> you have to watch your comment on this what are you saying about what this person's done and I actually started getting real FOMO like oh, I'm gonna need to watch this aren't I yeah so I got really invested in uh Love Island 18 with the one with Kaz Crossley and Josh yes. I can't actually remember who else was in that one was it Georgia? So loyal. I'm so loyal. Oh, I think it was stop. that one. That haunts my dreams. That's like, <laughs> I will never erase that sound from my mind ever. Um, but I found it really quite harmful. I enjoyed being able to pick out the red flags and stuff, but I actually really didn't like Love Island for everything it stood for. Uh, so I boycotted it for a couple of years. Uh, but then that just resulted in me just really feeling annoyed with everybody DMing me and me not knowing what the hell they were talking about. Yeah. So I got back on it last year which I found was a really dull year. Yeah. Um, didn't enjoy it much, but I'm on it. I'm on it this year doing my okay column every week. So I am watching it with a pen and a notepad and I'm taking it really seriously this year. Okay. Okay. I feel like last year for someone who stepped away from it because of maybe it feeling a little bit toxic last year might have been the best reintroduction. Yeah. We've spoken about it on here quite a bit this season and last season. I mean, People have messaged us recently to say they've listened back to last year's episodes. And we, like you can hear it and all of the people I'm speaking to were just exhausted by last year. It was just so exhausting. It was mm. such a toxic energy and it was running through every part of the show. And it felt like it just ran away from ITV and they couldn't get it back. And this year, while there are parts of it that you're like, oh God, I don't really like that. It doesn't feel as heavy and it feels a little bit more like we can enjoy parts of it and criticize other parts of it 
without getting too deep. Now, there's always that faction of the internet that's kind of just grim and despicable and we don't need to go near it. But there's parts that you can really enjoy. And I feel like this season, it feels that little bit lighter. Yeah, I, I agree. And I wonder if that is to do with the state of mind of the nation and inevitably the state of mind of the contestants because we'd all been through the apocalypse, you know? We'd all been through <laughs> covid life was different we were all readjusting to this new new normal and then they were thrown into this totally abnormal situation on top of the abnormality I don't know if it may have been that but yeah you're right actually I just thought it was there was just nothing really fun or lovely I wasn't even invested in any of the couples last year I didn't care about them whereas this year I'm a bit like oh I really hope that Tasha and Andrew work out I really hope that India and Dammy work out you know yeah I'm yeah I'm invested yeah yeah you're you're rooting for people and there's character yeah. arcs that you're kind of getting on which is yeah which is all we want because if we're investing eight weeks of our fucking lives to this thing I want there to be some payoff um yeah. let's get into it because they've been teasing this story now for the last couple of days but we kind of got a bit more of a meteor chunk of it tonight and that is the kind of India Ikenna Amber Danny and where they all sit in relation to each other we start tonight's episode picking up from that horrifically awkward conversation that finished last night's episode, which was Jay, Ekansu, Amber and Dami. Mm. And Ekansu's like botched attempt to change the subject into something about paracetamol and a headache or something. Oh, that was, so, but I thought she knew what she was doing there. She, she has she, this, doesn't she? That, that, that didn't feel to me. You see, when she did that, like, oh, oh yeah, I see what I was saying the other day. She actually, that made it so much more obvious to Amber that they were talking about her and I think that was completely intentional yeah and I feel like the friction between those two has been kind of teased over the last couple of episodes and I think Mm. we got an interesting resolution to that tonight now obviously the the vote and we'll get to the way the vote is going and how that might or might not play into how the editors have shown us the show over the last couple of days but Amber is trying to drum up some conversation in this incredibly awkward group and she's asking Jay how he's settling in and he's saying yeah he's settling in really well with the boys and Amber says, you know, you should chat more with the girls as well. And then this is when Ekansu and Amber start to butt heads. They kind of start to bicker a little bit. And Dami's like, let's move on. Let's move on. Like, I think even though we haven't seen a lot of it, I feel like this is something that the Islanders are very aware of. This is stuff that we're not seeing in the main show. Mm. The two of them are just not like they're not seeing eye to eye. I feel like they're two big energies that operate in very different ways. And they just I, bug I, each I, other. I, I, I feel like Amber's clocked Ekin Sue. Mm. I, I feel like she's clocked her behavior and can see through it. Now I'm not, I don't want to be that person who shits on another woman. I, I, I hate what the media does to women and I hate contributing to conversations about other women, but also feminism to me doesn't mean completely ignoring the fact that some of us are dickheads and we yeah. can all be dickheads, you know? Uh, and also, I think that we need to be very aware that this is a game show and they are playing a game and Ekin Sue can do whatever she wants to try to get that 50,000 or to get that fame and that blue tick at the end of it or whatever it is she's in there for. But I, I think she's coming across as really disingenuous. She's manipulative. Yeah. I think she's treated people badly. And I think that a lot of her behavior is very self-aware and very acted and and I think Amber has really you know she was doing an eye roller kind of a couple of days ago and I and I was like yeah I I was doing that same eye roll too would I have done it if I was sitting next to Ekansu but, but I, <laughs> I understood why Amber was like oh come off it you know yeah 
Um, no, for sure. So, so actually, I think kind of Amber's in the right with not necessarily with any hostility towards Ekansu, but certainly of like I've I've clocked you. Yeah. I think what we saw in Friday night's episode was a lot of the eye rolling and the kind of little snipey comments from Amber. And I think it was a misrepresentation of actually her perception of the situation. I feel like when we got to see her talk it out with Ekansu, like she actually really needs to be commended for, I think, how she handled that mm. fallout. She really took it on. Like when a fight like that happens, someone has to eat the shit. And Amber felt comfortable to be like, look, I'm going to eat the shit because I want to put this to bed. And I yeah. just think she showed herself to be a bigger person. She explained why she was getting frustrated. And I feel like the editors have done her dirty over the last couple of episodes because the sway of public opinion really was with her. And then up until Thursday and Friday, it was like, whoa, there's some really kind of weird things she's doing. And people were like, you know, it's coming across very bitchy. And then actually when we got context tonight, it felt just a little bit like, yeah, like everyone's really close quarters and people bug each other. But like, yeah. she, you know, and I think we, the way the public vote has fallen before she had that chance to explain, I worry that she's going to fall victim to an edit and we're going to see her on After Sun next Sunday. Yeah, I think so. But I I, I wonder if that's more... I, I think they wanted her to go because the last couple of episodes we have really been seeing this uh dami and india connection developing and yeah. i think they showed them in a really positive light they made that seem like a really exciting prospect that everyone wants to see because india is great but she just hasn't been able to thrive with a kenna he hasn't seen her or shown her what she should be you know getting and and so everybody's invested in this dami and india thing they had to make us hate amber yeah for that to play out you know yeah amber and dami head away for a chat and She's saying that about Jay and Ekansu, she's saying, you know, if I was a guy, I wouldn't like a girl to be as controlling as that. Uh, am I like that? And Dami's like, no, I don't feel like you let anything out, kind of suggesting like maybe in other areas, you should be a little bit more open. Amber's mm. like, I don't want to at the moment. Like, I'm happy just kind of staying where I am. Dami is like, are you protecting yourself? Like, I just took a risk and dove in to enjoy the experience. And then Amber's like, well, just do it then and stop talking about it. Yeah. Like, I think the both of them are are almost wanting to make a move, but their versions of moves are seem to be different. Like, I think Dami's lost interest entirely. Do you think? Yeah, I think he's he's zoned in on India. Yeah, I just do you think it's an option? obligation thing because he kind of keeps referring to like if she made an effort I'd make an effort back which obviously isn't like romantic thing you want to hear your fella say but like I just they, like I think they all, obligation well they all keep doing this thing don't they it's this that like Luca even did it with with, with Danica it, it, India keeps doing it with Akena where they're sort of nobody's sort of saying actually you know what I'm not in this I'm not interested. Yeah. It's not happening. They all keep giving little bits like, you know, maybe if we just chat a bit more, like, you know, maybe you should do this. And they keep doing, a lot of them keep doing this thing where they're like, you need to put in more effort. Ekansu was classic with that, with Davide. Like, yeah. you need to put in more effort. She didn't want him to put in more effort. She knew full well that she was losing interest and she was going off with Jay. Seems to be this kind of deflecting this, like I've lost interest in you, but I'm going to blame that on the fact that you're not making enough effort uh, yeah. because that's easier for me to deal with it in that way rather than to hurt you and, and outright say, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. That, that's my sense. No, I, I agree. And I think even last week, Amber had a few conversations with the girls where she was kind of saying things about Dami, like, oh, he, it's like talking to a brick wall and it's like, oh, and, I adore Dami. I think Dami is brilliant. Too, and yeah. like obviously as Irish viewers, we are like so delighted to have another strong character 
factor in there because there's only so long we can write off the back of Moore Higgins. So I'm like delighted to see Dammy <laughs> doing really well. And I think he's anything but a brick wall. I feel like he's, even though sometimes he might clumsily deliver what he's trying to say, he's always pretty open. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been so impressed with him from the start. He yeah. wears his heart on his sleeve. He's really open. He's unashamed. He's really secure in his sexuality. He just seems yeah. really kind of a solid guy who most of the time you're probably going to know where you stand with him. And I don't think he's been, from what I've said, this, this is what I wrote it in my column, which is like, I'm a bit sort of can't pinpoint what's gone wrong between Dami and Amber because actually she's sort of like make more effort. I don't know where I stand it, but he's made it really clear. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been odd to watch. I feel like, she, like, like you said, I feel like maybe she's just gone off him. Yeah. And, but she has no valid reason. Yeah. And she kind of feels like she needs something more substantial. So she's just saying, yeah, that grand. Yeah. I'll say it's that. Like, it's just the easiest to be like, oh, well, he doesn't do this. So I can't like him rather yeah. than what India did, which was just a really transparent conversation of like, it should be more than this. It's not. That's totally fine. Let's be friends. Like it was yeah. the most healthy breakup I've ever seen. It was, on the island. It was, <laughs> God, it was very, was so it was, it was, yeah, it was really mature. It was really grown up. It was really healthy. Yeah, they Good had their see. first conversation tonight and India started as she starts many conversations with Akena. I want to have a conversation about where we are and how our conversations are going. Ikenna is like, yeah, interesting. So do you want to do you want to start? Uh, India saying like, it's been two weeks. We've been getting to know each other, but I should know kind of more about you. We should feel like we're a little bit closer. Uh, and she's like, I've noticed. All right. And then Ikenna says, I've noticed you and Dami get on to me, it's not as much of an issue about where we are and not knowing that much about each other, but like you feel like there's something missing. And she mentions the fact that, you know, they're not really kissing at night or getting physically close at nighttime, which is the time when the Islanders do it, obviously, because whatever, but also because it's kind of the only time where no one is able to really see them. They kind mm. of have a little semblance of privacy for a moment. Um, but she's kind of saying to, I kind of like, you really need to think about if there is a connection for you because... I don't want to kind of coast in here. And Ikenna is kind of being really open as much as he can in saying that he really struggles to express himself. And I think we really saw more of Ikenna tonight, but I, I just don't know if a person like Ikenna can succeed in Love Island if he is that closed off to kind you know, of taking the risk. I don't even know if it's necessarily closed off to taking the risk. He's a young lad and this is not... A, a criticism of uh, you, you know this is not an, a horrible negative in in any way but I think that he is lacking emotional maturity and you, you know like she said to him tonight does does not wanting to kiss me worry does the fact that you don't want to kiss me worry you and he was like oh I, I don't know you know uh, and and inside like he he described it really sort of well which is that he's got these things kind of in his head and he doesn't know how to get them out and I think he just kind of gets like <clears throat> I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, and and I, I think he's not emotionally mature enough. I think if he, if he did meet someone he really liked, he would struggle with that too. He would struggle to, to articulate that. Um, I think he's just got to grow into a man, really. And it's, it's crazy because you see him, he's like so tall. He looks like a man, you know, but actually inside he's, he's still a boy who probably hasn't had a, 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 an adult relationship, you know, in his yeah. show reel, didn't he say he's kissed like 
23 people in, in one night or something yeah if that's the life you're living which is just like I don't want any feelings I just want to kiss everyone and no conversation you know that that's where he's at and I, I think he needs to live a little bit and, and settle down when he's learn how to express his emotions yeah and I, I just don't know if we're gonna see that in in what six weeks I just don't feel and look I I think the way the the voting has gone to again we'll get to it later in the episode but I feel like he is probably the person that's going to be sent home yeah so I, don't, I don't know if we're going to even have that opportunity to let him try um he is pulling Dami for a chat and he's telling Dami about India's discussion and that she's not feeling the spark. And he said that she's questioning if they should take a step back. And obviously Dami is trying to kind of be a play both sides, like be, and not in a kind of two-faced way, but be a friend, but also kind of acknowledging the fact that he is kind of thinking about making that move on India and he's in a kind of a sticky situation. And I think thus far, even though nothing has really happened to require him to do any more, I think he's handling it pretty well. It's, it's going to be sticky whatever way he does it because... Mm these love violent couples like are pretty solid in their minds and it gets a bit sticky and people are not very happy, which is understandable. But um, the girls are joining India to discuss the same thing. And she's saying like, I've held it in because I've been trying to get to know him better and see what happens. And she's like, but I'd rather tell him now than for it to be a shock in a couple of weeks time. Um, Ikenna is kind of saying he doesn't know how he feels. He's not a hundred percent. And like at night, she's saying about the kissing and he's just like, I just kind of want to fall asleep. Like it's a bit forced. Mm. And Dami's like, I just don't know what to think. I'm confused by a lot of things. Like poor Dami trying to be his friend, but also <laughs> not be a dickhead. Like, yeah, oh, hard to balance that. <laughs> I think he balanced it well, though. Yeah, I've, I just, I give Dami a pass. I honestly, like For anything, I yeah. anything, I just think he is. The sw- <laughs> like everyone was like, it was so creepy when he stood over Amber and Remy that day. And I was like, ah, but he was so cute. <laughs> like, ah, he's so sweet. Did you see someone turn that into a meme? So he was like kneeling at oh the end God, of the, stop. he was kneeling at the end of the, the bed and um, uh, Remy and Amber were laying there and somebody like had that as a photo and the caption above was like, when, when you ask your parents, when you tell your parents that you've got food tech tomorrow, <laughs> But you, you know, you only, oh, I can't remember it, how to do it succinctly. But it really did. Oh. He looked like a little kid, like, requesting so something cute. from his parents. Like, yeah, I just love him. I do. I do. Honestly. Really him. Yeah, my bias towards him is, like, I can't even hide it. I'm just, like, he's so great. I just think he's fab. <laughs> um, so that's kind of that kind of settled for the moment. But obviously, we re- revisit that conversation. Ek and Sue and Jay are catching up. And Jay is asking a very casual and not at all pointed question. Are you and the girls all right? And Ek and Sue is like, yeah, I think nobody is really genuine in here. It's pissing me off. Uh, I'm friends with these girls who aren't being honest. And Jay is like, in their friendship with you? And she said, no, towards who they're coupled up with. I told them straight about Davide. Um, and they're not being straight about their relationships. And Jay says the sensing friction between Ek and Sue and Amber. And he says that he doesn't think Amber or Paige like Ek and Sue, but Gemma does. Now, Jay Jay has me kind of scratching my head a bit tonight because I like him. Yeah, I mean we're it's been very clear since he arrived that he is a game player. I think mm. I think we thought it was a little bit less offensive than maybe we're now seeing it is, but I feel like the way he is kind of moving pieces is a bit too strategic for my liking mm. now. But there's something about him, you know, I think he's very calculated. He knows exactly what the public wants to see. And I, I can, 
I could sense that the second that he came in, it was that very knowing, like he knows that everybody has been commenting on the fact that when people talk about what their types are, or what they look for in a person, it's literally everyone's like, uh, like brunette and tanned and tall with a big bum or like, you know, abs or what, you know. Yeah. And he was very careful to be like, you know, obviously like a strong emotional intelligence connection and like personality and morals and values, you know, he, but, but I felt like he really, it was kind of affected when he was saying it, it was like sort of very conscious. Um, and I'm trying to think back to the other things at the beginning of the week that he did that I felt, oh yeah, when he was um, telling Andrew that he didn't feel that Tasha, Tasha was very into him and and the way that he kind of he sort of sits there with people doing these bitchy things, but then sort of sitting there like, you know, I didn't, I really didn't mean for this to happen. And yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to be very transparent. And, you know, perhaps because I'm 28 and I'm such a big man, it's like, this is how I, I move, you know? And I just yeah. feel like, oh, you slimy slime bag. I know. And I feel like he hides everything behind, like, it's just an observation. It's just an observation. That's just exactly my perception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as if, as if you've not just come in and shit all over someone's relationship and be like, "Look, man, it's just, it's just an observation." Yeah. Like, you still vocalized it, so like, yeah, yeah. like you obviously wanted to do something here. Like, I just feel, I and even what he said to the boys later about ja- Jax asked him something about how, oh, how are things with you and Eck and Sue, and he kind of said something like, "Oh, he doesn't want to be with a dramatic girl." And Jack's yeah. like, "He picked the wrong one." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I think more drama than I've had in my whole life in in a week or whatever. Yeah, I just feel like Jay thinks he's hooked his wagon to like a really popular Islander, both internally and externally. And mm. I think he didn't fully realize the dynamics within the villa, and now he's quickly being like, "Fuck!" Actually, if this comes to an Islander vote, and I'm still with Ekim Sue. Mm. I'm on the chopping block despite maybe great effort that I've made to build friendships yeah. and I just I just think there is definitely part I think Ek and Sue's game playing sometimes can be really enjoyable to watch and yeah. sometimes it's great entertainment Jay's game playing isn't enjoyable because there's no like big payoff for us as a viewer it yeah just seems like it's he's, sly he's isn't it yeah sneaky yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah there's something about him isn't there and 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 it's you know, even tiny little things that he does, like, you know, I think he's he's clearly definitely more built and bigger than than Davide, you know, and he's clearly very conscious of that. And he will sit next to Davide like, oh, no, no, I'm sure you're you're much bigger than me, you know. Yeah. And you know that he knows that he's not. And I, <laughs> I don't know, just everything about him. And, and maybe that's really mean of me. Um, and maybe he's a really lovely man on the outside. But there is something about him that's making me feel like, oh, I just not not feeling you yeah and I also think like we always need to say this that like you can be you can have dickish behavior and not be a dick and I think he could be a lot he could be lovely like all his friends could be like he is the best crack he's the nicest guy yeah we all love and adore him but yeah he's playing a game inside there like and I think that's fair to say like many islanders have been have gone in and come out and been like I didn't win there for love I went in there for this i.e your molly mays who went in with a very clear business plan of what she wanted to do yeah and like you kind of have to understand that that has that's what the show has become as well yeah but it's just it's it, i don't feel like we're getting enough of the light and shade to kind of say ah but maybe he's this or maybe he's that we're just kind of seeing these shady moments and it's yeah. just like yeah there's no real re- redeeming features is there there's nothing no. that i'm watching that's like oh that's you know that's no. he's really not that's the lovely part of him i'm not and maybe that's how they're editing it you know maybe there are some incredible parts yeah. and we're just missing them all because they want uh, you know the villain in there 
I know. I, for anyone who hasn't seen this, um, Gavin Riley, political correspondent with Virgin Media, did an amazing thread on Twitter about the timelines with which Love Island film and how they edit and how we can miss up to 40 hours of like living in one episode just because of the way votings fall and all that kind of stuff. If you haven't read it, it's on Twitter. It's on my Twitter as well. Please go read it because it's very interesting. It breaks down from a production point of view why they need to to pull out some of that content mm. for the story to progress in the way that they needed to. But that also needs to be taken into consideration, even with the Amber story where we saw her almost to us, it felt like overnight she became this kind of bickering person, but like maybe there was more buildup that we didn't see. Maybe there was a conversation where she explained her frustrations earlier and we didn't see that. So that, yeah. that can often explain why that is the case. Um, Dami and India are having their first chat. This is what we saw on the first look earlier today. Very giggly, very playful, very flanter, like very (laughs) I was just, it's so sweet. Like she is the most, I've said this, I think she's the most beautiful girl we've ever seen in this villa. Like she is just divine and he is so lovely. And I think I just want some good wholesome love. Yeah, (laughs) so do I. I think they would make a great couple and, and I think she really deserves it. She's just, she's just lovely from what we've seen of her. Just a nice woman, you know, straight up honest brilliant yeah. a good role yeah. model for women yeah and I don't feel like she's we've never seen her get in the weeds with any of the drama she's always there to kind of lend an opinion but never over insert herself in anyone else's kind of story I just feel like she's pretty faultless I think she's yeah really well and even how she's walked herself back out of this relationship with like it's been so respectful of both of them to the point where they, I genuinely think they're going to be friends. Like I yeah. genuinely think they're going to be pals because they're just, they've left it in such a nice way. How couldn't you be? Yeah, it's lovely. Um, it is. It's really nice. India is asking Dami about uh, the chat with Ikenna and if Ikenna has filled him in. And Dami is like, I was shocked. Like I couldn't believe it. India is like, I kept it to myself because I've been really trying, but like the sexual chemistry is just really missing. And I don't want to force anything, but we have been coasting and I'm not here to coast, which I think was a really fair synopsis of where they are. Dami is kind of saying, do you feel that we maybe have a connection? Then it's kind of this little muddled language of like, I mean, we get along. Like, what do you mean? Mm. Like, I don't understand. Mm. Like, we're all just like, just kiss him, kiss him. Mm. Like, it's just so sweet. Um, And basically they're saying that they kind of haven't had a chance to explore that given the situation with both Ikenna and Amber. Dami is kind of saying that like he wants to explore that a little bit more but he's nervous about how to do that with the situation they're in given also that India and Amber are friends um India is kind of saying that like herself and Ikenna are going to resume their conversation tomorrow um but I speak a lot easier with you we bounce off each other a lot easier um and Dami in the beach are saying that he's definitely feeling intense sexual chemistry is what mm-hmm. he's saying which I'm like praise Jesus hallelujah I'm delighted for Perry is <laughs> I just really I really like them I just think they're so cute like but I think Dami needed a bit more from that conversation because actually you, you, you know I noticed India doing that thing of like what do you mean but actually he'd made it pretty clear what yeah. he was saying was I'm risking a lot here because I could end up losing Amber for, for risking it with you and I need to know have I got the green light and is this something that you're going to consider and I don't think I mean she alluded very strongly to the fact that she is up for exploring yeah. that if the situation was different but you know Dami was kind of saying well, let's make the situation different so I think she could have given him a bit more 
uh, yeah. to work with there. It's a tricky situation for her as well, though, isn't it? Given her friendship with, with Amber, Amber. And, and she seems really intent to to really bring a conclusion to herself. And I can, I don't think yeah. she wants to leave that open. So I feel like it's 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 by normal, I understand her. They'd be like, yeah, grand, let's go. Like I've done enough here. Like it's fine. But I feel like India really wants to do. She's a good person. (laughs) And she's behaving how we should if this was the situation on the outside world. Yeah. If you're actually in a game show like Love Island where you stand to win 50 grand, maybe you should play it more like Ekinsu and go for what you want. Although actually it still comes down to a public vote. So maybe India being a really nice person is the better formula yeah it's just very refreshing on this show. yeah like wait you're handling this with emotional maturity and thinking <laughs> of all parties involved this is yeah. so nice <laughs> we are getting to the big conflict on tonight's episode it's been building over the last few days amber and ekansu um ekansu pulls amber for a chat and i don't know did she want to unite them in hatred of men or what her tactic was here because there always is one but she starts by saying jay has made a comment that's really pissed me off mm. i thought this was a really way re- weird way to approach this conversation she was obviously doing it with some kind of angle in mind that she thought maybe amber would come to defend her in some way or something weird it was it was odd and she said that he's saying that you and Paige don't like me Um, and he, she's saying that like, you know, you're my friends and you do like me. And it's really upset me that he said this. Amber is in fairness, like now that she's called and she's like, look, I will say upstairs, you've been so genuine. We've really gotten to know you. You've really let your guard down. But in the last few days, I have thought that maybe you've been playing a game. And then Ekansu, it's like a red flag to a bull. She is not happy that she's being called out on playing a game. She's asking what her issue is. What's her problem with her? And immediately switches it to like a very personal type of argument rather Mm -hmm. than just like, this is how I'm feeling. What do we think? Does that sit with you? The girls hear this starting to escalate and the the rest of the girls join. They're all sat in the beanbags by the pool. Amber is saying like, I have no issue. It's just how you've been acting. It's made me question you and your motives here. Ekansu is like, you're trying to create shit and it's really pissing me off. Amber is like, I'm being genuine, but I think you're playing a bit of a game. And this is when we see that bit from the clip where Ekansu says, you know, am I playing the game or are you playing the game? Because you're not really secure in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think Ekansu, and we've said this in previous arguments that she's had over the last couple of days, she constantly overplays her hand. And I think if she had kept it on top line stuff of like, you know, maybe you're not being genuine. Like, you don't, why are you questioning why I'm here? But when she went for a personal thing in Amber and went for that lower attack, it's just like, why are you escalating this when you actually kind of had a solid argument to be like, mm. why Why am I sensing hostility when I thought we were friends? Like, I feel like she had a decent leg to stand on and then she just got kind of bitchy about it. And it I was, was like, spiteful. It was yeah. spiteful, wasn't it? Well, it's but she's, you know, she's like a wounded animal in the corner, isn't she? She's realizing that she's being caught, called yeah. out. Uh, and her first mode of defense is attack. Um, and and I think she is quite spiteful. And then what I was interested in, I was very interested in the fact that Gemma defended Amber and yeah. actually was really truthful. And, and I think that was really important that that happened because I, I think Ekinsu needed to kind of know that actually it wasn't just Amber that was saying this. And this is a general feeling among the girls that they feel like they can't necessarily trust her. Yeah. Um, and then she did this thing that she keeps doing, which I think is very much crocodile tears. 
Uh, and again, it's really hard to, as a feminist, to talk about women fake crying for sympathy or attention because we don't often do that in very serious cases. You know, I just have to kind of put that caveat on there. That this is, <laughs> but but her crocodile tears, I think she pulls them out whenever she feels like she's losing yeah. an argument, and then she needs to go. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. Everybody, give me sympathy. Yeah. I, f- I just feel like anytime we've seen her get to- the only time we've seen her get genuinely emotional where I felt like she actually was kind of tearing up is in the beach hut when she was talking about I think it might have been Davide or something and- about the coffee and she seemed to be genuinely kind of upset I think it was from genuinely kind of feeling mm. like she was the only girl not getting that kind of attention whereas in the last couple of days she's kind of you know look appearing as if she's crying and then straight away after it's fine we're not yeah. seeing any redness in the eyes no tear none of that and you're like I can see like you have a strong you have a strong case for yourself you don't need to like pull out all these tools in your kit and be like what about this one does this work what about this one like just argue your case like just talk to them and it's just so much easier I saw a bit of debate and I am interested to get your take on this about that Gemma intervention in this discussion tonight you know some people saying that everyone started ganging up on Ek and Sue and that wasn't fair other people saying that it was good for Gemma to step in and back Amber because Amber was on the defense from Ek and Sue. Mm. And I feel like it's it's kind of a bit of both. Like, I, how long do you sit there and watch them bicker when you know that other people have been saying a similar thing? Yeah, I, I think Gemma was in the right to do that. I mean, I, I don't believe in always being like, if you've got something to say about some, someone, you should say it to their face. No, sometimes actually it's quite healthy. <laughs> To yeah. talk about things that you have an issue with with another friend that you would never say that to that person's face but you just need to work your shit out you need to figure out am I going mad or is this behavior really horrible but I'm not going to go up and say it whereas yeah. in this situation in this dynamic where you're living together if this was a group of flatmates for example and one flatmate was continually causing an issue in the house I think it's it's not bitchy or an attack for you know one or two or three of them say actually yes we feel the same for the harmony of the house it's important for us to let you know and I don't think Jim Gemma did it in an aggressive or intimidating way I think she just what did she say you're you're calculated and you know what you're doing but I think she said it in in quite a straight up way and also I I think Ekin Sue has been quite open about the fact that she is somebody who can take it you know yeah yeah and if, that, if it felt like bullying or isolating or laughing at her which actually I did feel it turned into that a little bit when Gemma was laying in bed with Luca and she said Haha, she was like giggling like yeah like and Sue came in and we were all talking about her that I thought mm, no that's yeah. schoolgirl bullying shit and that yeah. is unnecessary but but the conversation was I thought it was needed and yeah nothing wrong with it and I kind of thought Gemma was probably best placed to back Amber because it seems that she is the one that has the closest friendship with Ek and Sue. Yeah. So potentially she was the safest person to jump in and be like, look, Ek and Sue, like, I love you as a mate, but like, in fairness, you have been doing this. And I'm not saying that from a place of hate or a place of wanting to attack. I'm just saying that like, this is the behavior that we've all felt and we just don't feel like it's necessary. Yeah. I, and I totally agree. Gemma lost her footing then when they, all the girls are in the dressing room getting ready for bed. And they're kind of talking about the fallout. And Gemma is like well into a monologue about how she feels about Ekansu. And Ekansu is like basically like halfway through her cleansing mm. routine. I'm like, Gemma, she's in the room. Like, shut up. And like, yeah. that felt a little bit like she should have been like, look, Ekansu, like, let's leave it there. Like, I'm sorry, whatever. But that then it kind of got into weird territory. But yeah, I agree. I think the, I didn't feel the conversation at the pool was like a gang up attack no. type no. situation. Like, I no. just didn't feel 
And like you said earlier, it's like sometimes people can have dickish behavior without being dickheads. And I think yeah. it's right to call Ekansu's dickish behavior out without yeah. treating her like a dickhead or being a dickhead yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, Danica asked Ekansu in that moment as well, like, you know, how are you feeling? Is everything okay? And Ekansu is saying she's disgusted hearing them all talk about her and that they owe her an apology. And I think we've seen that after the Davide fallout as well. It was very much like, he's disgusting. He needs to apologize to me. Like She feels very affronted if someone calls her out on anything. And I think we saw her soften loads when herself and Amber kind of hashed it out later in the episode. But she she runs to the kind of, I am number one victim. Everyone has wronged me. And then I think when she sees the fallout, she kind of realizes that actually... <laughs> Maybe not everyone is in the wrong here. Like maybe I also need to soften here and try and meet yeah. them in the middle. I I don't know. Are we seeing growth from Ekansu? I don't know if we are. I think it's like swings and roundabouts, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, just as you think, oh, she's she's turning a corner. She'll t- t- manipulate some other situation and have a blow up row with someone else. Yeah. God almighty. She'll keep things fresh. Um, it's yeah, I don't like- want her to go. No, see, this is it. It's like as a viewer... Mm. great but I've said this if I was in that villa I would be hopping my head off the wall I couldn't handle that kind of energy I would just yeah I would be Amber I'd be like please stop please Mm -hmm. stop with the theatrics I can't like just not able um it is morning time Jay and I can see we're having a quick debrief um about the night's kind of fallout and how they're feeling Jay is looking pretty regretful of where he is I think he's starting to feel like I need to start working out how I get out of this situation and open up my options a little bit more because I think he is forming friendships he seems to be getting on very well with the boys Mm. I think he would work well with Danica do you think yeah I think they should get together I think she's a bit like him I don't know yeah she's also got that kind of slight under like undertone vibe of like game playing and yeah strutty that was a very weird move of, of, of her to choose Luca, unless that was a total setup by the producers, which I, I fear yeah. that it may have been. But uh, yeah, I think that that would be. I, I think he seems much more suited to her than Davide does. Yeah. So I think that's the direction he needs to head in. I feel like the Luca decision was. I feel like it. It was very much motivated by where is the central story in the show at the minute, and at the time she would have probably been stopped watching the show. Gemma, Luca were still top line stuff. Mm. Like it was all about them. And I wonder, was it just like, if I insert myself in that relationship, I am then in the top line of the show. I am then main character. And then if you're not, if that door isn't open to you anymore, are you going to go for Jay, who you mightn't have even seen that much of before you've been dropped in? Like, I wonder, is she, is that why Davide is maybe more of a, a target I don't know I just yeah. I feel like I know nothing about her other than she talks about being small like, I know nothing yeah. about you know what I mean god love her like I don't want to make assumptions because I'm like bitch you haven't been on the screen I'm so yeah. sorry like yeah but it's it's hard like I just yeah yeah I think she'll be another Afia I think she'll come and she'll go well depending on who who goes tomorrow but yeah I don't, yeah. I, I don't think she's going to be the main character that she wants to be yeah because I think she's bringing kind of I'm a bitch energy and that's it like that's literally all she brought to it. Like I don't care about other women. I'm here to find a man. I'll yeah. take your man if I need to. Boom. Yeah. And actually, uh, that's not really the vibe this year. You've got really sweet people like India and Tasha. 
you know, yeah, she's, she can't cut it with that. Yeah, you kind of have to be careful. Like, I mean, Ek and Sue came in hot and then I think she kept us at that boiling point for too long. And now mm. she's kind of feeling the repercussions of that. Like I was very surprised that she was in the bottom three. I just thought there was enough people who enjoy the chaos <laughs> enough to be like, keep her in, we can't lose her. But I guess it's all about the way they phrase that question like you know who is your favorite islander and i i just don't think anyone's going to say i can see as they're like yeah. favorite. you know what i mean so i just think it was the way they yeah if they'd have said who do you want to keep watching or whatever yeah. or who are you bored of yeah who do you yeah. want to keep who you bored for... of would have been yeah, yeah would have been different yeah amber and i can are getting ready they have their morning debrief and they're kind of filling each other in the conversations so there's nothing really of notes so we move on amber and i can are getting ready they're doing their makeup. It is dead silence, very awkward. Amber is kind of seems to be kind of lingering, hoping that someone will maybe open the conversation or something will happen. And then, in fairness to her, I like I would just be so uncomfortable. I wouldn't know how to walk myself back out of an argument. I'm just like, oh, I don't know how to fix this. And she's like, right, should we have a chat? And she sits down right next to her. Like, not they're sat across the table initially, and she moves over and sits next to her. So it's a little bit more friendly and not so much kind of we are opposition in this fight she's saying you know the way the conversation went last night was not how I intended I don't know how you're feeling but I was just trying to be really honest it wasn't a nice thing I was I wasn't trying to attack your personality but I can understand how you might have felt that way I'm really taken aback um what should I say taken aback when you oh yeah I was really taken aback when you took a dig at me and Demi I just didn't feel like that was maybe necessary and I just think Amber did a really good job of being like, here's why I was upset. Here's where I went wrong. Here's where I was upset. Here's why mm-hmm. I went wrong. To really make Ek and Sue feel safe to almost try and do the same. Like, I think yeah. she handled it so well. Yeah. And, and, and in fairness to Ek and Sue, she also said, you know what, I, was, I, I did attack. And I, I said what I, you know, the words that came out of my mouth were intentionally to hurt you because hurt you. I, I, I felt like shit. So, yes, yeah. that was a, a good example of a conversation that went well. Yeah. I love seeing the girls resolve their shit, like, because we don't normally see the girls bicker like this. Usually, well, not like that. You don't normally see it like that. It's usually just kind of very, like, Laura Anderson screaming at Meg across the villa, like, mm. thanks a lot, Meg, like, those yeah. kind of moments. But you don't see this kind of really heated spark and see it building. And I I just felt really proud of both of them for solving yeah. that in such a nice way, like... Yeah, it was it was a good example for yeah how to resolve an issue. Yeah, and then Amber in the beach is saying she's really relieved that they've both come out with like a better understanding of each other, and I feel like they're in a great place. And then obviously you remember that there's a dumping coming, and that we voted on this when Amber was maybe not so mm. tra- we weren't seeing as much of where Amber was coming from, and. I I feel like it'll be very unfair to lose Amber tomorrow night, but it yeah. looks like that's probably where it's going to go. And I don't imagine the producers are going to allow Ek and Sue to leave because she has been dominating headlines in all sorts of ways. I yeah. Well, I think if if anything, I hope it's Amber and Ekena because actually, I, I mean, I don't want to see Amber go. You're right. It's it's not fair. She 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 could do a lot more in there, but. Uh, it would be it would work out quite well if Amber and Ekena went because that would pave the way for Dami and yeah. India's blossoming romance. But actually, I'm not so sure that it will be Amber because I think Tasha and Andrew are a bit boring. 
Yeah, they're very vanilla, aren't they? God love them. Like. Vanilla. Yeah, and he's lovely and she's lovely and he's waving loads of green flags and there's nothing. Yeah. You know, so so possibly, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you might be right. It might be Amber, but I, I'd, it would be great if it was Tasha and Andrew because I think they've run their course. They probably will stay together outside the villa. Yeah. They got what they came for. Get them out. Yeah, I just feel, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of goodwill for Tasha. And I think, mm. and like even last night, we did a poll on our Instagram because we basically, Ireland, Irish viewers can't vote. The app isn't available to Irish viewers. Oh, and, no. Uh, it's such a joke. <laughs> it pisses us off so much. But I now live in London. So I was like, right, guys, we're going to use our one vote. I'll cast it on behalf of us all. So I put <laughs> up a poll last night to be like, right, who are we voting for? Like, who's our favorite boy and who's our favorite girl? Dammy was our favorite boy, like by a country mile. Mm-hmm. And, and Paige was our favorite girl, which I was wow. really surprised by because as much as I like Paige, I think she's great and sweet and well done for being a paramedic. And I really think mm-hmm. she's great and I want to see more of her. I wouldn't have thought that, I wouldn't say she's my favorite because no. we've not seen her. And I feel like there's a similar level of goodwill for Tasha that mm. might keep, I just, but I just don't know. I feel like the, the anger towards Amber in the last couple of days I, it hasn't translated in the way that the anger towards Ekansu has translated into, but it's good TV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Dami and Amber, have, or Dami and Andrew are having a chat. Andrew, this is where Andrew shines when he's like the kind of wall to bounce things off of for Dami and Ikenna. Like, they seem to have a really good friendship going where they yeah, kind they're of really nice each lads other. aren't they all, all yeah. three of them mm. and I think was it Dami I think said it on after sun someone messaged us saying that he said that like his best friends in there would be I think Ikenna and Andrew and he said that mm. Andrew's just a really good listener and that they have really good chats and it's like really nice to have that kind of person in there which I think is definitely how he's translating on the screen which is mm. lovely but it won't get him eight weeks on the show <laughs> like, no 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 he's brilliant though he's he's again he's a really lovely role model for what a partner should be yeah for sure um dami is saying that there's lots going on but he's saying andrew you can't say anything now this is a safe space we've got to keep this between me and you with amber i'm not feeling it really i'm trying but i just don't know i'm not here to give up the thing is i talk to india and it's just so easy with her I get a bit buzzed when I talk to her. Oh. I know it's so. And then he does this thing with his hands. Did you see that when he was like, like pretending to be electricity? Oh, yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, you are so cute. Like I can't. <laughs> oh, he's just the sweetest boy. Like I just think he has like a proper old school crush, and it's mm. lovely. It's like, really cute. And that's why I'm kind of. That's why I'm kind of like, oh, I wouldn't be that mad if Amber and Akena went. You know. I know. Even though neither of them deserve it, I'm a bit like ah. I know. I, I want the like, Damien India love. Yeah, I feel like it's a romantic comedy, and this is the payoff. We're like waiting for them to get together at the end of the film, and we're like, just yeah. kiss. Like, oh, I just <laughs> love it. Like, it's so sweet. Um, Andrew is saying that like that's great. Like, you just gotta do you. Like, you have to just like if you find that girl, if you find that spark, you gotta follow that spark. And Dami just seems to be really worried about how to play it, and not in a game player way, but really in a like sensitivity way. Like, how mm. do I? I'm really pursuing Amber, but now I'm not feeling it. And like, how do I walk back out of that when maybe there is something still there, but I mm. think there's more over here. Like it's, oh, I just I have to say, I think if India had made it really like, yeah, doors open, 
he it would have been a very different conversation for him yeah I think because you know we've also got to remember that he needs to keep his place in the house so there's a lot riding on it for him he can't just necessarily let go of of Amber if actually there's not a realistic prospect with with India yeah so so he does have to play the game but also I I think there is probably that thing holding him back of thinking like if you know if I even try and pursue India and get a knockback and Amber finds out about it, that's we're done. Yeah. So I need to be sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think if she gave the green light, I think he'd be, I think he'd find a way to end it with Amber. Yeah. And I think even the most genuine of people in there, that survival instinct is always going to be there because yeah. you, you don't want to be booted because even if there isn't maybe romantic options for you there, you do have mates and you do have crack and it is a great experience, I imagine, mm. for the most part. So, I, yeah, I think he's trying to play it both sensitively to both people involved, his also his relationship with Ikenna, and then also with that fear of like, well, what if I take a leap and it all fucking blows up in my face yeah. and then I'm the one being like wheeling my plastic white suitcase out the building, <laughs> yeah. like, I really enjoyed my time. like Exactly. And I do wonder if, because obviously Jay was giving the sense that maybe, as we said earlier, He's made a bit of a mistake in who he's picked. And if he tries yeah. to detach himself from Ekansu, I think Amber will be his yeah. next choice. Because he made a very forward comment in his first day, didn't he? He yeah. said something like, Amber was the first girl that I made eye contact with. And I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. I was like, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, what kind of fucking yeah, eye contact was intense. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> some hypnotic stare from Amber, like, what yeah. the fuck? And I do think that plays into Jay's conversation with Dami yesterday, being like, what about you in India? Just off the top of my head. Like, mm. so again, like as much as I appreciate the result of it, because I do want to see them get together, I don't think he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart no. or wanting to see his mates get together. Like, I do think he's, yeah. he's trying to create options and routes and pathways for himself to keep himself safe. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Ikenna and India are having their breakup discussion everyone be like this everyone be like this when you're ending something that's maybe not so far as like we're boyfriend girlfriend or girlfriend girlfriend or boyfriend boyfriend whatever you might be but like we're kind of in it so we kind of can't just ghost and we can't be dickheads we kind of have to ha- like to handle it head on be like this I can as like I've been thinking about it um but I've been really in my head like how are you feeling India's like sometimes I think that maybe the romance just isn't really there and that's nothing against you sometimes people just don't click and I'm like, mm. oh my God, I love this awareness from these people. They're so beautiful. I, like, they're all like, what are they, 24 or something? I yeah. Like, I don't have that awareness now. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm so impressed by you. Like, well done. Um, I kind of like, yeah, I'm just not the person to give you that, I don't think. From this conversation, like, where are we going? And India's saying, I think from here, like, we're obviously going to chat, but maybe friendship is the route for us. Like, maybe that's our way forward. They're both kind of making jokes. It's a little bit awkward, but it seems pretty upbeat and happy, friendly, kind of clear that both of them are kind of changing direction with their relationship, but they both seem to kind of understand why and feel a bit happy about it. They're hugging it out and kind of leaving it on a good note. And then, you know, India makes a joke to kind of cut the tension. She's like, oh, enjoy your side of the bed now while you have it. And they're kind of laughing and it's very friendly. And I'm just like, oh my God, round of applause, like for these yeah. two, like, well done. <laughs> so I think good. it seemed like it felt like a bit of a relief yeah. to them both, especially Akena, really. I, yeah. I think he, he, he would have probably, because of the lack of emotional maturity and his inability to articulate his emotions I think he would have probably just remained in it until you know could probably be for years yeah you know and I think actually some relationships do play out like that 
where one person is kind of just in it physically but totally not mentally or emotionally but they don't have the skills to negotiate leaving it yeah without the other person doing it and then actually I think what often people do in that kind of circumstance is that they start to behave in ways to try to make the other person not like them yeah you know they can't end things themselves it has to be the other person so they'll do whatever they can to make the other person do it and I, th- I think it kind of seems like that type like he would have just passively yeah stayed in it and allowed stay. yeah and allowed India to just steer it oh my god that is actually the most upsetting thought like just mm. to think someone is yeah that's just brutal and you could see it you could see that he wasn't he wasn't dedicating the time or the energy into that couple but there was still enough of a friendship there that I think it felt somewhat like what a couple should feel like in his mind and even he said it to Andrew after they kind of went their different ways that like that conversation was like really hard for me and mm. there's nothing bad between it like it's just good chat but like something is missing and I think to see him be like, you know, I found that really tough, but I'm glad that we're in a good place. I was like, okay, I think everyone is, everyone's good. Everyone's happy and healthy. Like, I think there's going to be no bad blood here. And I think it's just a really healthy thing to see on, especially this show, like see people just be like, this, you're, you're great. I'm great. Yeah. We get on really well, but I just don't feel it in that way. And I don't think you do either. And we should, we deserve better for each other. Like, yeah That's good it's lovely and we need more of that we, yeah we, but then the problem is because it's love island you've got that and then 30 seconds later you've got the lip service challenge which is like what what yeah oh, why why they promised us they promised us producers it's on record they promised us the end of this shit they said the food game was done and they conned us they the food was gone but not uh. the liquids and I think that was their way around it. They're like, liquids are less disgusting. Uh, no. I think all the sex games should go. And I I, I am not a prude. I am really not. But yeah. I feel like there is something so unnecessary and yeah. unsexy about, about, about all of it. The mechanics thing, <laughs> uh, the sexy challenge. Like, oh. who who is this for? Because yeah. your audience is mainly teenagers who just really don't need to see this. But it feels like it's all for the male gaze, for like yeah. middle-aged men having a wank. Like, is that your audience? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, and I think the point is that, you know, we, we, we can say, oh, like, you know, the boys had to be in pants for the men mechanics thing. You know, that's no different. You, you know, and the girls had to vote who was sexiest. And that's no different to the girls doing the simulated sex acts and the boys voting for who's sexiest. But it is different. Yeah, it is different. It's different when a man goes out into the street and people are like, ha ha, lad. But when a woman does, she's taken less seriously in her career. She gets yeah. labelled as you know, a whore or a slut or a slag. And and I just think this is the thing that I hate the most about Love Island is these stupid sexual tasks, which are, are just so yeah. seedy. They, they're they a reflection of like the most baseline, cheap level, Falaraki type holidays that you could ever, yeah. you know, and they're not a rite of passage. They're, they're something that some people do. And that's great if you enjoy that. But I don't think it should be normalized or, or glamorized um, yeah. on mainstream TV. I just, I just don't see the the, the point of it. And yeah. I know people will be listening, thinking, "Oh, come on, it's just a you know silly challenge." I don't think it is. Yeah, and I also it also makes me think of that comment you made about you know it's different for the men, it's different for the women, and like 
it makes me remember the time of Camilla on her season was that Kim and Amber season when she wouldn't wear the same kinds of bikinis that the other girls would wear in some of the costume challenges like she wasn't wearing the same level of like revealing costumes because she Mm. clearly wasn't comfortable with those kinds of outfits and I remember the headlines like you know like prudish Camilla and you know uptight Camilla and all this kind of stuff trying to convince the viewers that like she didn't oh. want she was she was above that and and I think they they didn't read the room and the like viewers loved her like she was she's all time one of the greatest we loved her and adored her and like I mean we still do she's alive and well she just had a baby congrats <laughs> Camilla she's doing great I don't even know who um, she is oh my god she married her fella Jamie oh, oh my god I don't watch know who their, he is. <laughs> watch, the, watch the super cut of their relationship on YouTube it is gorgeous it's gorgeous uh, they went on their first date and he was like I'm reading this book and I love it and she's like that's my favorite book oh it's uh, so good so good um but yeah there was that real narrative about her trying to make us think that she was the prude and all this kind of stuff and then it was just this everyone was like no I'm not buying it we really like Camilla and then they're like oh Queen Camilla we love Camilla and mm. it was like, you you just found this easy and I wonder are those challenges with sponsored by fucking costume world or whatever the fuck they are like yeah is it the waiting for a nip slip is it the waiting for a reveal because lord knows like I've worked for some fucking publications before where I've had to write things about you know I've been sent stories being like, you know, spilling out of her dress and her ample assets, all this bullshit. Yeah. Like, right, where's where's an actual story here that I can reframe this and not just write about the fact that, like, I can nearly see a bit of cleavage. Like, fucking relax. Yeah, it's it's almost like these papers don't know their audience at all. Yeah, it's very like Benny Hill, 1980s, 1970s. And... I, I just don't I just don't see the point of it. And I think it is that kind of cheeky, thrilling, you know, keep the viewers watching. But actually, I, don't, I think if those things were taken out completely, it wouldn't affect the viewing figures. In yeah. fact, I think it would be better um, because it is, again, it's the whole gendered thing of it. These, these kind of games that, you know, if you are in Magaluf in some dirty bar and they're handing out free shots and getting a load of people to line up and do weird sex acts you know those are the kind of things that actually in reality they can follow you around if that gets videoed and it goes viral it's not the same as if it's on love island that can affect your career you doing these crazy things and it ending up on i'm just bait or one of these horrible meme pages um you know so it does encourage young people to think it's acceptable to behave in certain ways that actually maybe it is acceptable but it's it's not um it's not beneficial all you'll do is catch chlamydia and and you know beer fear the next morning I don't what are you actually getting out of that yeah you're getting an orgasm or something I'd be like go for it girl but actually it all just feels so fucking seedy to me yeah I do think there are some of the games that are really good clean fun and I think the the break in the day is really important for them and I do think it loosens people out and I think it starts certain conversations I think there is an unnecessary aspect to the games the costumes and the kind of the pole dancing and the kind of sliding through like jelly and all that. like I just think it's very very performative and very dated yeah. I think we've seen a couple of games this season that have been really good that haven't really involved this kind of like very like gratuitous kind of yeah like the drinking sexual. game the never have I ever even though they're taking sips of water and none of them are actually yeah, drinking but yeah it's things like dry, that isn't it? yeah it was so dry but things like that, where it's like, actually, we're communicating, we're getting to know each other, we're answering questions, fine, be as sexual yeah. as you like, you can choose how much you want to give away or 
not give away. But again, yeah. with those very sexual tasks, I wonder, like, where's even the consent? Do you ever want to be that girl or boy who's like, you know what? I don't want to do this task. You can't yeah. really do that very easily, not without. And I think Shauna Phillips was saying it on something today. I, I don't know if I saw a clip. What was she on an OK? I think she was on an OK magazine live. And, and she was saying, like, when they knew that there was like a task like that coming up, she'd cry for like 15 hours in preparation, knowing that she'd have to be uh, in the swimming, in a bikini, you know, and if you say no, then your boy has to, he can't do it either, you know. So is there really consent? Of course you consent at the beginning, but are you really able to say, actually, I don't want to do that. I don't want this man to spit in my mouth who I'm not even in a couple with, you know? Yeah. It just makes me feel a bit, mm. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I feel like sometimes there's a time and a place for some of them. And I think with all the producers in the room, they've showed that they can turn this show around from the shit show it was last year. They can surely come up with a few better games. Do you mm. know what I mean? And now egg and spoon race anyone. Yeah. Like, you know, there's lots of options. Sports day games. I'd watch yeah. that. It's nice, good, clean, fun. Exactly. Um, back in the villa, the kind of everyone's kind of having their moment. I feel like they're all held back from showering I feel like there's like a, a like an hour in the day I think someone said this before, I wonder like, yeah, yeah I did wonder about that I think there's like a shower hour type vibe where it's like this is when you can all go and shower because obviously they need to keep as many islanders together at one time because they're filming mm. so then obviously there's like that two hour time frame where there's kind of dinner and showers and all that kind of stuff and then we check back in when they're all getting ready um, so that's why I saw some message me being like why is Gemma complaining about how disgusting she is would she not go for a shower and I'm like she's probably not allowed like she's probably literally not allowed yeah. to go yet um, which is kind of wild like um, they're all kind of discussing the fallout of the game and then the girls are looking at Paige and Jax who are in the shower being very cute very flirty very handsy for a couple who've not even kissed yet like mm. I'm like you're doing all the kissing here like come on like what's holding you on yeah I was wondering I was wondering what was why all oh, because Jax had this vision that their kiss would be this off-the-cuff romantic thing and he was waiting for the perfect time if it felt like it was very very played out this yeah. first kiss just on one of the lounge Jax is another fella that I have my like I'm yeah. a little bit like yeah you're okay for now but I've seen you do a couple of things that I didn't think were you know jeering Danica and Luca last night and mm, the way he also, kind of talks to Gemma and that well he was 20 dating a 16 year old I think yeah. that's all you need to know but yeah yesterday's show he said something like um who was he talking I think he was talking to Danica and he said something like when a girl says no um oh that's yeah kind of, yeah that I don't take me- it when a girl says no yeah. it makes me go mm-hmm, okay like try harder basically I know so uh yeah I think that he's a little shit and you you did a lot of, did you, I think it's on your highlights you spoke a lot about the age gap thing because I know yeah. a lot of people are still in that space of like I'm not over this age gap thing I know you discussed it quite a lot on your Instagram it's my um, yeah in my okay column uh, yeah. I've, I've done it both weeks what, what number one because I thought it was really inappropriate for Davide and Gemma to be coupled up yeah. uh, I think that was on the producers uh I, I don't think you should have teenagers in there yeah. and 19 is a teenager yeah um and I, I just don't think you should have such big age gaps I think they should all be within a kind of five-year age gap yeah. and none of them should be teens yeah. um uh, you know and if it's older people you know if everybody was over 25 you could play around a bit more with the ages yeah and, I mean so young and like our biggest like chaos merchants like Ekansu, Jay, Davide they're all on the other side of 25 like, yeah I think that 25 to 30 you also introduce that element of like maybe they are actually here for love because yeah. like, that age group is 
thinking more long-term. It's not like, oh, I want to get into something for another year and then jump back out. Because like, if you're 28, especially if you're a woman, it's yeah, that you might be thinking, and, yeah. yeah. And like, obviously you're not going in there being like, I want to get pregnant tomorrow. Like that's obviously a bit far as well. But like, there is that added thought process if you mm-hmm. are that little bit further into the, the 20s age gap. And I just think it makes things a little bit more interesting. I just don't Absolutely. enjoy in someone like Gemma who has spent the last two years of her life in COVID hasn't yeah. had that much dating experience or like nights out or any of that kind of stuff I just even though I do like her now but I just feel like yeah yeah I totally agree I think it'd be a much richer show yeah. if everybody was you know even 30 plus and if there was much more diversity I want to see someone sitting there with their fat belly hanging out smoking yeah. a roll up and drinking a Malbec that's what I want to see with interesting conversations around it yeah. you know I just fear, I fear, and we talk about that a lot in this show, like this podcast, I feel like the way Love Island has handled issues around race has not been Mm. exemplary. And as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, there's always talks about bringing one of us in there. I don't fucking want to be represented on this show. They have not handled race properly. I don't trust them to handle the queer community properly. Mm -hmm. And the same with body diversity. I don't know if this audience or this production is the safe space that we would like it to be, that we could have that diversity. And that's also sad. Like that's yeah. also, and look, we've spoken about that on length on here. And like, yeah, it's, it is frustrating, but also the alternative, like I would like to see myself represented on Love Island, but also I would not like to see the representation of me having mm, a horrible time. Mm. Like, I just, you know, and that's, that's the reality for a lot of viewers. Yeah. Who watch this. yeah it's it's tough. up in it. Anyway, back to the light and airy stuff. It's nighttime yeah. and they're all getting ready to go to the garden. It's great fun. Everyone's having a great time. Um, Jax is telling the boys that he wants to see how things play out with Paige, that he's going to plant one on Paige. Romance is not dead, folks. Um, <laughs> then he goes to the bedroom and tries to teabag Jay. <laughs> Just, I ha- I like, look, it wasn't important to the episode. I had to note it. They're I- such rugby lads, aren't they? It's a, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm. a, that's a genre of person that may... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like Kenna's turn to give the toast. I always like to mention the toasts because I always think they're funny. Ikenna just says, to Love Island, <laughs> which yeah. I think is very Ikenna, right? Like Man, just a few words. <laughs> short and to the point. Um, Danny, Dami, Ikenna, Jay, and Davide are having a chat. Ikenna is filling them in about India and where they are. Um, Davide is saying, welcome to the In Limbo Club. Davide is just brilliant for the one-liners. I just really, I want really him. like Davide. I never want him to leave. Oh, he makes great. me laugh. He's so funny, isn't he? That little picture of his face, sure. He's like, like this yeah. with a glass on. No one can see the face I'm doing, but the little kind of squirrel. Oh, he's so cute. Like, yeah, I like him. He's kind of messy, and I like it. Yeah. Um, Amber and India are having a one-to-one, and Amber is saying that she feels like everyone's in their little couples, and I'm like, where the fuck is Dami? Like, is he pulling back a little bit? And India, again, straddling the same line that Dami's straddling on the other side, kind of saying, look, see how he behaves tonight. And if you're still kind of seeing it, like maybe pull him for a chat. And they're saying, oh, yeah, like it'll be tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to chat about it today or whatever. Um, Danica and Davide have a kind of introductory, are we going to get it on chat? Nothing really of note, except for potentially they will. I mean, for safety, if nothing else, that's probably what's going to happen there. Mm. Uh, Jackson Page are having their chat they're kind of saying that they're really into each other and that they're really enjoying the experience with each other. And Jax is saying that like, if it wasn't for you, it would be nowhere near as good. And then Paige repositions herself, clearly being like, 
would you fucking kiss me please yeah. like please <laughs> she's like yeah and what jacks and what and like really like perched herself out there just making it so like accessible to him and then he finally he finally plants one on her as he says himself I thought it was a very passionate kiss. It wasn't Ekansu Davide levels of passion. Oh my God, I never ever want them to kiss ever again. <laughs> I'm so happy that, that that hopefully will not be subjected to that again. That was horrific. Oh my God, that was Truly like, horrific. The off-con complaints about that, I'd say, were well, yeah. <laughs> just outrageous. Outrageous. I, so. I never, never want to hear anything like that again. What do you make of Jackson Page? I just, I just don't buy him. Uh, you know... No, I think he's probably quite genuine with, with, with how he feels. You know, I'll be honest. I think they're really, really su- not there. I think she is really sweet. I think she's a really nice woman. Um, I, I think she's a bit dry. Uh, I think he's a bit dry as well. I think they're a bit yeah. dry. I think they're a bit basic. Um, and I think that Jax will be a terrible prospect for the outside world for Paige because mm. there is no way that he is not going to be enjoying his newfound oh. fame. And I think he's the type who has probably all of his life got away with yeah. cheating, flirting, all of that kind of stuff. And people yeah. have just been like what Gemma said about him the other day, he's a lovable shit. You know, he has taken on that, you know, Jack the Lad, lovable rogue, and can yeah. kind of get away with what he wants to. And I, and I think that that's what will happen yeah. with him and Paige. Yeah, I agree. I think he's been, because he's so young, and I read a few, for many of you, you'll know I'm not a sports person, but I like to read up on the Islanders, and he is a sports person. So therefore, I read a few articles. Apparently, he's very good. Like, apparently, he's very good. So I'm like, grand, well done. He's very young. <laughs> and I can imagine if you're very good in a sport like rugby at a very young age, your ego is appropriately sized for that kind of situation. You oh, he's definitely I mean? got a big ego. But then yeah. it, but also, who are you? Like, why are you, Why were you dating a 16-year-old when you were 20? Oh, what does can't. that tell us about you? There's just been little comments and stuff that he's made that have just, you know, sly-negging. Yeah, um, the, ma- the mam comments earlier on the, about... Yeah, the taking that. a drink, like, w- 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 never have I ever fancied yeah. a partner's mum. You know, there's definitely been kind of negging. There's definitely been comments from him that suggest that he is very arrogant, um, that he has always had control of the relationships. And I don't mean he's a controlling person. I just mean he's been in charge. He's, he's yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think he's genuine with Paige, definitely. But I, I think that Casa Ramor will be interesting if he finds someone who he thinks is hotter than her. I like Casa more for some of these people is just going to be wild, like yeah. wild. Um, yeah. And look, I don't know. I hope we don't get Casa more as we know it this year. I hope they change that up because Casa more in Kevin Amber's year was this huge shock and this amazing twist. It is no longer that. It is very much mm. part of the structure. And I would like them to change that up a little bit so we have something fresh to look forward to. Um, Dem- Dami and India are going for their follow up chats. Dami is saying, uh, oh, sorry, Danica and India are chatting. That's it. Dami comes over to kind of interject. um, And then he grabs her and he's saying that, like, I'm very nervous, but I woke up and I feel a bit different. And he's kind of tiptoeing through his little speech. And he's like, I kind of want you to be in my bed. Is that bad? And like, he's being, I think he's being genuine. Be like, is that bad? Should I not be saying this? Like, I kind of want to say it. 
and she's saying, you know, I want you to be honest with your feelings. Yeah, of course you do, India, as you sit in <laughs> silence, like giving him no reassurance he, at all. And he was that. being honest with his feelings. That's what I thought was so odd about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just wonder, like, I wondered, was it maybe like an Irish thing? Like maybe he was being a bit too, like, coy and a little bit too, like, I don't know. I thought I mean, he was being quite explicit, really, oh, about how he felt. <laughs> I yeah. think cultural difference. Maybe. I don't know. I was kind of confused about India's reaction. It was almost like she wasn't, to me, it felt like she wasn't actually hearing what he was saying. Yeah. He was sort of saying, I want to be in your bed. And she was like, I just need you to be really open with me about how you feel. It's like, but you just, what, like, yeah. Does, you he, like, does he need to do hand gestures? Like, yeah. like what, what are you looking for here? Like, I just don't know. And then eventually they get to a point where they're both kind of like, do we want to get to know each other on that level? And they're both kind of saying, yeah. Um, and then Dami is saying like I'm going to go and have a conversation with Amber tomorrow and then they're kind of leaving it and they're like handshaking and then he goes like handshake you wish and he like pulls his hand back through his hair and then <laughs> they fist bump and he's like you know what they say fist bumps turn to kissing and I'm just like you are perfect you are just <laughs> I just he's the wholesome king and I just think he's great and I hope that we never see a whiff of a pink flag from him I just yeah there no, haven't been any yet. No. Um, where are we? We get the text. Islanders gather by a fire pit. It'll be the three lowest, as we thought, three lowest boys, three lowest girls. Now, the twist is, we thought the usual way this thing goes is that the three lowest girls, the boys pick which girl goes home. And of the three lowest boys, the girls pick which, which boy goes home. They have not done that this year. They have left it entirely up to the audience, which I think is the Ek and Sue safety net that they have installed in the villa. Like with mm. Toby last year, they did some twist to make sure that Toby would be safe. Um, and I think that's what they're what they're trying to do here as well. Uh, very intense music, Marvel-like kind of guys. <laughs> it's really epic. Like yeah, yeah, big. <laughs> uh, Tasha gets the first the first text. No, sorry, India gets the first text. Ikenna is in danger. Tasha gets the second text. Jay is in danger. Uh, Gemma gets the next text and Andrew is in danger. Tasha's getting upset and Luca's kind of, are you okay? Are you okay? Comforting her, um, which is kind of sweet. And she definitely looks really kind of upset about it. Ikenna gets the text. Tasha is also in danger. Jax gets a text. Amber is in danger. And Davide gets a text that Ek and Sue is also in danger. So that means Tasha and Andrew and Ek and Sue and Jay, both of those couples are in the bottom three. And then Amber and Ikenna are in the bottom three as well, which I think... If I'm Dami or I'm India, I'm getting a pretty clear signal from the viewers there that, mm-hmm. that we want this to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, they're told to stand in front of the fire. One boy and one girl will be leaving. And then we find out that the, it'll be on the public vote. And then they leave us with a cliffhanger that the boy dumped and the girl dumped is. I will, speculation, tinfoil hat, all that kind of stuff. The cliff that we, the cliffhanger that we got is India is about to read out what boy gets dumped and she gets the text for who it's going to be. Mm. Usually in those situations, that texting isn't random. They pick the person that's going to have the reaction. Yeah. I imagine that's pretty clear that that's going to be Ikenna, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I can imagine him being, wait, which boys are up there? Andrew, Ikenna, and Ikenna. Okay, yeah. Out of those three, I can imagine Ikenna being the least popular among the public just because he's not giving much. Yeah. And like I say, I really think that people may have been, because yesterday I was watching it with my son and my son said, who would you vote for? And I said, Dami and India as my favourites. Yeah. And he said, I would vote for the same. And I wonder if a lot of the public have done that 
yeah because of this emerging romance um yeah i think i think you're right i think ken is probably going to be the, the first boy or the, and, the only boy yeah and then obviously we discussed earlier but of the three girls that's amber tasha and ek and sue mm. i mean amber's in a precarious position but you're you're right like maybe tasha she hasn't got a lot of it looking and that i mean yeah. if it falls that it's ikenna and tasha i we could we have another walkout from Andrew? Potentially we could. I mean, like, oh, I don't... yeah. I just don't know. Andrew might not stay in. Yeah. If he really loved her, he'd go. Isn't that the yeah. same as both? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. I think he would. Yeah. yeah. I think if she was really upset and she she went out, I think he'd, he'd, he'd go. He's that kind of guy, isn't he? Yeah. I, just, like, I found my love. Yeah. I think he's genuinely feeling like, even if this isn't the one, it's mm. a one that I'm really interested in. And that's why I'm here. So why would I yeah. stay and wait for another a one? Yeah, but I think it's going to be, I think actually realistically, it's more likely to be a Kenneth and Amber. Which is a, which is a, a statement in itself. Yeah, well, especially I, if the public are following suit with their new, normal racist yeah. tactics, then yeah. possibly that, that makes it more likely as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, and I then I just feel bad for Amber because I feel like if we if it had fallen tonight, I don't think I don't think we'd be coming on tonight and being like Amber's in danger because I think we mm. saw her really redeem herself. I think she handled herself really well tonight. She did. I, I just think we hadn't seen that from her in the last couple of days. And I think that we, me included, rushed to judgment. And then we were like, oh, fuck, the producers got us again. Like, mm. so I, I, yeah, I feel I feel bad for her. If she gets the boot like. Yeah. But you know what? She'll have a lovely time. She will, we can't feel too bad for these no. people. She's going to come out. She'll be kitted out in pretty little thing, boohoo and misguided in, in no time, getting paid to promote fit tees and all sorts of unethical stuff. Don't you love that future career prospect yeah. for her? <laughs> Lala, it's been an absolute joy to talk to you. Um, I have to say I was nervous because you're like official and like an expert. And I was like, Oh, I just talk my shit, but I, I feel, am not I really a enjoy Love it. Island expert. No, you are. Like, you're a relationship expert, and that's what this is all. I mean, meant to be about. I put that in air quotes. Like, I mean, it's a little <laughs> bit about the PLT deals as well. But so, and I know that you always do your live on Mondays, and you swap the time for us. I really appreciate it. I saw some of the, of your viewers were like, "It's so early. Like, why are you doing this?" Job? <laughs> Hopefully, they'll find some solace in your great takes on tonight's episode. It's been a joy. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. And people can find, just before we go, people can find your Love Island column on OK online. I wonder, do you get it in Ireland? Because it is restricted in some territories. You should be able to get OK magazine oh online in Ireland. Sorry. The <laughs> VIP thing. Let me Google. Hold on there, guys. Just Googling for the lot of us. OKMag.co.uk. <laughs> Let's check. No, I'm I'm in it. Oh, you and you can yeah, actually there. read it. Oh, cool. oh, sorry. No, I'm in the UK. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, you see? <laughs> All right. Look, will one of you let me know if you can't read that? Or we'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll do a we'll... weekly column on a Monday for <laughs> OK Mag, but they can all find me at la la la. Let me explain on my Instagram. Yeah. Occasionally, I'll talk about it on there. And occasionally, I put videos of Love Island stuff on TikTok, but I am rubbish on TikTok. <laughs> don't talk to me. It's so, terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> so, Too much. Lala, I'm trying my best. So I always wind up there being like, go to bed because it's so late. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been lovely. 
Thank you so much to the wonderful La 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 Let Me Explain. And you can find her on Instagram under that name right there. Thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night. We appreciate you ever so much. Thank you to our lovely sponsors now, the home of brilliant entertainment. You can also find us on Instagram at MyPodOnPaper. Please do come on over, get in the DMs. Let's discuss who's going home. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and the fallout of that public vote. We'll talk to you then. Okay, so while Love Island dominates my TV screen from like Sunday night to Friday, at the weekend, I have time to fit in some quality binging. And that's all thanks to our lovely partners at Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. You may have noticed so far in this series, there is one show or franchise, should I say, that comes up again and again. And that is because it was and continues to be a pop culture and reality TV phenomenon. It also happens to be one of my favorite things to watch on the telly. And that is the entire Real Housewives franchise. I just adore it. From Beverly Hills to New York, the show brings us some of the best reality TV drama on our screens. And it has spawned some of the most iconic one-liners. Some you might even realize came from there. Now, I always get asked where to start when it comes to the housewives, and I get it. It can be very intimidating to dive in. There is a lot. But I say do it, you won't regret it. And I personally would start in the pools of the ladies in Beverly Hills. From there, you can go cross country to New York or New Jersey. You could head south to Atlanta or Miami, or you could try some of the newer additions like Potomac or Salt Lake City. I most recently have been spending time with the gals in Dubai and I am loving it. I adore the Real Housewives franchise, I cannot tell you. I love it so much. I live for those girls, I die for those girls. It is some of the best reality TV you can watch and it is all available to stream on Now. Now, 